Hello, everybody, again for another episode of Cruising the Planet. I'm your host, Ethan. Joined with us today is yet again. Hey, I'm Jake, guys. How's it going? We've reversed roles this time, and now it's going to be me interviewing Jake at home. Uh, again, <laughs> sort of. Uh, we're continuing the one-on-ones. No one else was able to make it today, even though we're kind of done with those. And I'm just, I just want to get into talking about sort of everything going on uh, when it comes to Texas reopening. Jake, you cool to talk about that? Yeah, sure. I'm cool to talk about pretty much anything, really. So my biggest, a little bit of announcement. We live in Texas. That's where the university is. That's where this podcast is hosted. Uh, everybody works. Second biggest state. state. A big state. We uh, just recently were one of the first to reopen and uh, move to, I think, 25 to 50 percent um, operation. I know at the restaurant we're going 25 percent. Um, have you heard anything else about it, Jake? Uh, not really. Um, not really, no. I, I've... Yeah, I, I just, all I really know about it is that we are reopened, and I personally think it's a bit too early for that, especially right. considering it's summer. I think right. um, I think we should at least wait till fall to reopen personally, mm-hmm. um, and I know, like, some people need to get on with their lives, and some people need to uh, get on with their jobs and shit, but uh, sorry. You're all right. Uh, all right. Um, but... I don't know. I'm just, I'm pretty baffled. Do you have anything you could use to uh, further enlighten me on um, the whole reopening thing? Well, everything is reopening and it's uh, obviously social distancing guidelines are still in play because America now has the most cases in the entire world compared to everyone yeah. else individually. So no one is saying you have to go outside. However, Jobs are opening back up. Public spaces are opening back up. I know that the beach over in Granbury is back up and open. Yeah. Which that's kind of where all this started. So I don't know if that's a tone deaf move or not. I think um, it's completely tone deaf personally. When it comes to some when it comes to some places that are very small, like um like restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a potential hazard, but I think that's fine. But when it comes to like beaches, they're so big and so many people can fit on there that I think that it's yeah, it's very hard to control a beach. It's easier to it's easy to manage a mm-hmm. um a restaurant. You know, it's easy to maintain the social distance at a restaurant. Yeah. Oh hey. I just gotta notice that my CD is getting delivered today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but anyways, um yeah, uh, I'm of the belief that the whole um, opening up of the beach, I don't know. It's, yeah. meh. It's, I, 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 I personally don't agree with it. Um, yeah. So you want something like uh, city parks? I think city parks are fine because people don't usually go to city parks. Oh yeah. You know, like it's, it's one, like it's, it's mean to say, but like every time I go to a city park, at least in like small towns, yeah, no one's there. Like I see like maybe during the summer. Yeah. I usually see like one or two people. In fact, me and my friends, like back when we were in high school, we'd always go to the park to walk around and like every time, yeah, we were like the ones. We saw like a couple people from our school, but they were like so far away that it's like 
Yeah, like beer. Like the thing is with a beach is everyone likes the beach, even one that says like just kind of crummy as the one in Granbury. People people right. like it. No offense to Granbury Beach. I was born in Granbury, but I don't like beaches. So you're just not a beach person. One just question do not, that I don't have care for seen, sand. One one question I have seen a lot uh, coming up in specifically Texas is like the reason for reopening is businesses. Do you think that Texas is trying to cater? to businesses way too much um sort of like business health over people's health uh i mean i feel like with some politicians that's absolutely true like when it comes to and mind you i'm not a political expert so like take everything i say with a grain of salt i think people like dan patrick are I mean, I've never cared for Dan Patrick. I've always thought Dan Patrick was, like, a very, like, had his, like, own vested interests in mind, which just so happened to be the people who donated to him. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that Greg Abbott was fine, but, like, I feel like he's opening the place a bit too early, you know? Right. Um, So, I don't know. I I think it's split. I think it is split and I think there are a lot of people who have a very vested interest. I I mean, I think there's people on both sides. I think there's people who want it to open up um, for ill intent reasons. I think there's people want it to be shut down for ill intent reasons. I think that keeping it shut down is ultimately the safer choice, but I don't know. I do think a lot of the people trying to open it up, as quickly as possible are the people who have a stronger vested interest in um and businesses over local health but uh when it comes to someone like dan patrick who has said and i quote and i like after this i don't really want to talk about because i don't want to get super political on this podcast but he he said um and i quote um like there needs to be sacrifices to like ensure that like we get back to our lives, which basically translates to the economy over people argument. Yeah. Let let your grandparents die so we can have a good economy. And it's like, I don't buy that. And like with Trump, Trump said something along the lines of like, don't let the cure be worse than Than uh, don't let the cure. Yeah. And it's like, Man, I don't know. Like, I don't know what is and isn't good, but like, mass of death. Yeah, it's like it's hard. It's hard to like. We don't know anything about this virus, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and it's hard. New and sim- new symptoms seem to be popping up relatively uh, frequently. Yeah, and but you said you wanted I, to go into a lighter topic, and I yeah. have that for you. Uh, recently right. on Twitter, it. It applies to this whole business thing, but in California, all the businesses are still shut down. And Elon Musk okay. was getting vocal on social media, as you know he does. Yeah, I know. If he does come over here, how do you think we're going to handle his kid's name? I know that's the biggest thing going on right now. I was. I, I just explained didn't, it to Kirk, actually. I did not watch the Joe Rogan episode with Elon Musk. Right. But... I think he explains it on there. So oh, yeah. that's all I really have to say on that is that I think if you want to know what it is, I would watch the Joe Rogan episode with Elon Musk. Um, Cause I, I still don't know how to pronounce it because I haven't right. seen the episode, but apparently he explains it. So mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, even aside from that, but like, uh, you're familiar with the, the sort of concept of like you've of you once you become a meme that everything everything about your life is completely different and changed. Oh no. Oh, absolutely. Elon Musk ruined that kid's life. Right. I don't even think it, I don't even necessarily think it was Elon's fault. I, I personally play most of the blame on Grimes. Um, but Elon is definitely like, definitely approved of it, you know? Like, so they're both completely at fault for naming their kid that. Right. You know, like from everything I've seen, it's been predominantly like, a Grimes choice in terms of like how that kid is being named. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also I don't care for Grimes' music all that much. That's a hot take. I know not Ooh. a lot of people, not a lot of people will vibe with that, but I've never been able to get into an album by Grimes. Um, but that's not the reason why I think that she, like she's the one responsible. Like if Elon was, if I got the, feeling that elon was predominantly the reason why that kid was named that stupid name like mm-hmm. i I'd, I'd be calling him out but i genuinely do think that it's like she was the one who had the idea and he was the one who was complicit in letting her name it which god that kid's gonna be bullied like crazy oh my god right yeah it's I've heard a lot of arguments for and against those individualist names do you have any opinions that revolve around that getting giving your kids something extra special um i'm of the opinion that ultimately like name your kid what you want it's your kid like they like even elon and grimes can name their kid that but i mean if you like if you're not keeping track like if you're not keeping aware of like how cruel kids can be Mm mm-hmm you know, yeah. <laughs> don't be don't be surprised whenever X A on it's A twelve gets X Ash A twelve. Oh my God! Jesus. Letter Ash. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. I remember she tweeted that out. Um, X. No, I'm just gonna call him Ash. But yeah, like right in a in a situation like that, like Ash is gonna yeah, kids are terrible. He's gonna get bullied. You know. Yeah. Kids are kids are not. I mean. Lord of the Flies. I don't, I don't have patience Lord for kids. Of the I can't, yeah, no, absolutely. I don't have patience for kids, dude. I could not be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I could not be an educator. I couldn't, like, be a social worker. I have genuinely just no patience for kids. I'm nice to them when they're around me and they're being nice, but, like, man. They turn I on just, you so I, fast. Oh, my God, yeah. They're, they they're turn awesome. on you. They're, like, they're, like, they're at, like, most of them are at like an age point where they can just get like they just know they can get away. Yeah, they've never had whatever they want consequences. Yeah, they've never been hit in the back of the head. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not advertising for beating children, but quite honestly, no, I'm not either. I am. But... I am not a fan of uh, having to deal with. I'm. I'm proficient in dealing with children because in in Boy Scouts growing up, it was a lot of volunteering the older boys taking care of the younger boys. And there's a big difference between like 16, 17 years old and nine years old. The yeah. big difference, a lot of patience. Right. Uh, but sometimes you just got to be like, Hey, get out of here. Like get, go back to your tent, leave me alone. Um, and then they just sit there yeah. and they scream and you're like, cool. 
I couldn't do that. I would be pulling my hair out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids are awful, man. Oh, my God. When you give them responsibility or some sort of, like... Structure. They, yeah, some sort of structure. They do pretty well. Um, they don't usually it's break down distracted. too quickly. What now? Yeah, it's because they're distracted. Yeah, uh, I don't. I try not to think of it as a distraction because it usually ends up being a sour outlook on things. But I'm. I already have a huge. Cool. I already have a huge sour outlook on most kids. I mean, some kids I think are great, but like, you find those to be the exception. Yeah, I definitely find those to be the exception. You so know, do we, a couple of predictions now. How do we expect um, uh, the the most recent Musk child to to sort of grow up in? Are we what, are we thinking public school, private school, something? Oh, they're absolutely going to throw him into a private school. There's no doubt about it. They they have it's Elon Musk and Grimes. Like they can, they can put him in whatever school they want to. They're totally going to put him into a private school, which I genuinely think is going to like, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I, yeah. Probably have you ever uh, been in private school, Jake? Have you ever private no, education? no, I've never done private. My dad has though. I've had a bunch of friends in private education and they've told me it is completely crazy. Yeah. No, like my dad's told me stories. I, I, can I give one of my dad's? Go like, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So one time my dad got like in trouble at this private school and to like put into perspective, this was like a religious. Okay. What? I was about to ask, was it one of the religious ones? This, yes. Um, my dad is like not religious at all. Like probably one of the most atheist people you could meet. The mm-hmm. only person I th- think is more atheist than him is i don't know but (laughs) the thing is about my dad is that his parents are like seventh-day adventists you Mm -hmm. know so like they're like a step away from like waco you know so they're pretty pretty um, hardcore they're not cults they're it's not a cult but it is like a very like strict very hardcore hardcore stuff so like they didn't like my dad knew he was an atheist at like the age of six so they sent him to this private school they sent him to a lot of places they sent him to this private school and while he was there he got in trouble by i think the dean or something so his punishment was to uh, paint the bathroom Mm -hmm. you know what he did Mm. he painted the bathroom all of it mirrors toilets oh no oh no signs i'm assuming the punishment was like the punishment was like paint the walls of the bathroom no yeah absolutely no he painted over everything like the toilets wouldn't work the mirrors wouldn't work and the thing is is he didn't get in trouble with it because the dude's like request was so vague that it was like I told you to paint the bathroom. I you painted you clearly painted the bathroom. Right. Like I know like it's like I know you like messed with me, but like someone who is stupid, which I think you're stupid, could get away with that. But spoiler the story, my dad is like the head of OR. Or like no, he's a like that's like a CEO of like a medical institute so it's mm-hmm. like who's laughing now right got him <laughs> showed yeah. you showed yeah. you old man yeah nice so 
uh, with everything opening back up and um, the fact that we now have to deal with uh, entering society again, I know the restaurant's gotten busy. Uh, are you looking forward to anything, Jake, or are you still trying to be uh, in a hermit town? I'm, Ethan, I've always been a hermit. That's just that's just a given with me. Like, it's probably going to be nice going to like a Whataburger, like, and not having to take the drive through and just like sitting down and just that would be nice and being able to throw my food like when yeah. I leave. That'll be probably nice, but it's like honestly, this is just not much that's going to be changed for me. Right. Like, I I I already live by myself here all the time, um, mm-hmm. so it's like it's all good. You know, Are you worried about chill. anything opening back up? Are you concerned that like us lackadaisical nature when you go and get groceries or things like that? Oh no, I'm definitely worried about that because it's already sort of happened. We've had more cases of Corona since it opened up. Not yeah. like a whole bunch, but like enough to be like, hey, maybe we should p- pull the brakes on this. So yeah, I'm a little bit worried about it, but I don't know. I'm not worried about me. You know, to put things in a very selfish life, I'm going to be fine because I just social isolation is just part of the Jake package. Uh You know, I've been doing it before they came up with a dang term for it. But for everyone else, it's like, yeah, I'm worried. Like some people are going to get hurt out there. That's just what happens. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. So and um, it's especially bad for people who are like vulnerable and have to get back to work. You know, those are the people I'd say like the ones. Yeah, the one, the ones who are like have no choice, right? Like they just need to work to survive, but they're still like really old and haven't retired yet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, or even those the ones young people, the most. any heart condition, any lung conditions. Yeah, no, same, same people like that too. Um, but like people like that who are forced to go back to work, those are the people I'm probably most worried about because it's not like they have a choice, right? You know, because like, if, if Texas is open, there is no working from home. There is no option there it's like front like at montana's they said they were like hey like doors open here's a new schedule you work every single day this week and i was like hey i can't and they were like out so i think that's the main attitude for a lot of uh businesses was like we put up with your demands which wasn't really a demand it was more of like a nice thing to do but i think there's a lot of businesses that are like you owe us that time now you wasted time at least in texas like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I don't know, man. Like, I... That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have anything... I don't have anything else to say about it. I'm not, like... I'm not super nuanced on... Um, the sit like working from something like that specifically in this time because I don't. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just but yeah, that's 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 crummy. Just big and complicated and upsetting. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, gotten into anything f- new and fun, Jake? Anything in anything on the moment um, uh, side of things? I know you've been watching a lot of Breaking Bad. I bought a book. I I finished Breaking Bad. I'm on to Better Call Saul. Got that's finished right. with Better season one of that. I'm taking a bit of a break from it right now. I actually recently started watching Waco. Um, Waco. And yes, Waco. And I've been really, it's like, it's hard to talk about it without getting like really political. Cause it's a very like anti ATF, which I've never been a big fan of the ATF anyways, but 
um yeah no it waco is great waco is like i'm watching it mainly as like is it a documentary of, about the waco siege the siege oh yes it's about the branch davidian siege with uh david kresh got it um which it's like it's i don't know it's cool watching like fiction like that while having like kind of a minor vested interest in it like mm-hmm. branch davidian has never been like my cult of interest i'd say like i've always like thought that um oh, what was it i forgot the name of it it's been a long time but my favorite has always been it was this like this cult based in christianity and it was somewhere in africa and the reason why it was so dangerous was because, like, towards the end of the cult's life, they, like, barricaded everyone in the church and then set it on fire. Oh. So that one was pretty brutal. Um, Waco is interesting because it's, like, David Koresh was clearly not a good person. And I know, right. like, um, the Waco show really likes to paint him in a sympathetic light. Mm. David Koresh wasn't good, but like a lot of people at that like the the deaths at that cult were not because of david koresh it was like entirely like the atf screwing up and Mm -hmm. getting a lot of innocent people killed you know a lot of innocent people who just decided to follow this like crazy dude with a messiah complex who thought he was jesus sort of an unfortunate of unfortunates yeah it's like that's how i don't yeah i don't like this like when it comes to cults, it's really easy to paint it as like, oh yeah, this thing was his fault. It was not like David Koresh's fault those people died that day. You know, you look at something like Jonestown and like there's audio recordings. You can literally listen to like Jim Jones poisoning all those people. It's clearly the cult leader's fault. Right. You know, Heaven's Gate, it's clearly Applewhite's fault, mm-hmm. you know, that all these people are dying. But when it comes to Branch Davidian, it's like, that's not the case, you know? Like, yeah, maybe eventually it'll get to a point where David Koresh is going to kill all his people, but it hasn't gotten, it never went to that. You know, Mm -hmm. the ATF came in and killed them all before he did. Right. You know, which is, I don't know. So, yeah, like, I don't, I don't approve of like the kind of stuff David Koresh did, but like the death, the death at the, at the, at Mount Caramel didn't need to happen. Yeah. It's a, mm. an unnecessary motion. Oh, absolutely. It was unnecessary. I mean, it was at a time when the ATF was getting like super incredibly militarized, mm-hmm. like to the point to where it's like something, something had to stop them. Right. But, uh, unfortunately yeah. it, it always has to be a, we've made a mistake and it costs so much yes like i would say the waco siege is probably the biggest blow to the atf's pr Mm -hmm. um and like like since ruby ridge really which is what they reference in the show is they um reference the whole ruby ridge case what was the ruby Uh, ridge case is this case in i think idaho where a bunch of white separatists were like stuck like held up in a cabin out in the middle of nowhere and they were going to i think like they they were given like an on like kill on site order and um when they were aiming for one of them they accidentally like shot and killed the wife of mm-hmm. one who is like an innocent just kind of bystander yeah and uh it was it was just a situation where like a lot of innocent people ended up being die like ended up dying due to like faulty information and yeah. like 
misplaced orders. A and rush, it was like a rush to execute orders that weren't thought yes. through. Yes, and that's sort of kind of what's ha- what happened with uh with the Waco siege. You know, just an just an increase, a ratcheting of tension. Yeah, like just like this increase of like we don't know what's going on in there. We don't know because like I. I mean, the the series is dr- dramatized. So I have no idea how true right, it is, but like right. according to the thing, it's like they were trying to get information on like whether or not they had guns in there, like illegal firearms. And mm-hmm. um, when they uh, like like when they were about to do the siege, they're like they don't know, and, like they, we don't know if they have like firearms here, and they know we're coming to raid them. Yeah. You know, so it's like mix those things things together, get like a bunch of ATF guys armed and get a bunch of like Branch Davidians armed and like mm-hmm. that tension builds. And I have no idea if this is what happened in the, in real life, but in the show, like it was basically a dog came up, barked at an ATF agent. He shot it. And then the ATF was like, oh, shots fired, open fire on him. Ooh. You know, and it's like, man, that's rough. Yeah. But yeah, I've been watching Waco. Waco is interesting. Waco, the whole Waco siege is mm-hmm. such an interesting case. Um, I want to start watching. Uh, I recently got all the uh, Hannibal Lecters on DVD, and I've been meaning to watch um, oh, the uh, Red old, Dragon. old ones or the new ones. Um, the like the old movies that had uh like like Red Dragon, Hannibal, right, right, Hannibal Rising, They're, Silence of the Lambs. They were made twice though. Yeah, I did. I did not get Manhunter. I did not okay. get Manhunter. You know, that'll be that'll be probably a purchase for another time. Um, but those I'm I've been intending to watch. I mean, I have a lot of movies that I need that I got that I need to watch. Like I need yeah. to get. I need. I bought Tropic Thunder. Haven't watched that yet. Tropic Uncut Gems. Fun. Haven't watched that. Yeah, yeah. Tropic Thunder is fun. Um, from what I've seen, I haven't seen the whole thing. Um, Uncut Gems. I got that I haven't seen yet. So that's very uh, good. I need to see the ring. Not the ring. Like, I've seen the ring, but um, Ringu, the Japanese version. I bought that a while ago and haven't had a chance mm-hmm. to watch it. And same thing with Juon. Um, it sucks because, like, I have a lot of horror films. And right. I, I, I'm I, really big fan of horror, but it's, like, I almost have this, like, obligation to try and, like – um, watch it in a specific mood. I recently yeah. watched Deer, not Deer Hunter. Um, I bought, I got Deer Hunter in the mail the other day. I recently watched Taxi Driver with my mom for Mother's oh, yeah? Day. Or no, I, it might have been, no, it wasn't Mother's Day. No, it was Mother's Day. Because I hung out like Four days ago. a day before Mother's Day. Huh? Four days ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, but we, we watched, um, we watched uh, Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's that was a fun pretty Mother's good. Day. I know, right? That's that was um. She basically said, "Like Jake, find like find a movie. It could be anything." And I was like, like "I taxi no, driver." No, no. What what happened was like I was like, you know what? Like I kind of want to watch. I know I already have it on DVD, but I kind of want to watch Red Dragon. And she's like, "Oh, I love that book. That book was great. Let's mm-hmm. like let's do it." And I looked up Red Dragon on the like the streaming thing. It wasn't there, but yeah. the first result was was Taxi Driver. And I was like, "Hey, mom, mm-hmm. what about a?" Uh, about taxi driver you ever seen it mm-hmm. and i forgot what she said but she was like i don't know like she she agreed to it but mm-hmm. yeah no that was a fun one that was yeah. a fun one that was good if you're looking for something in a similar vein it's a recreation of 
the journalistic period when all of the Zodiac murders were going down. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal, oh. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I have that one. Zodiac? Yeah, That's Zodiac. a good film. It's I've seen that good. one. That is a very good one, yes. Secondary, um, I, I guess, like B-grade, not B-grade, but like lower-level lower production was uh, Nightcrawler. Has Jake Gyllenhaal again as the protagonist this time. No. Hmm. Yes. Jake Gyllenhaal is the protagonist in this one where he's a uh, he films crime like crime scenes and stuff and he's a he's a contractor for news play, news sources and it just goes yes. through this possible psychopath's life. All right. It's Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Yes. All right. It, like I'll, it I'll had very limited distribution. Uh, it was only on streaming for a little while. Um, yeah. Very good. Just a testament to what mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal is able to do in, in in quotes of range. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah, no, I mean, I have so much DVDs that I just need to just bucker, buckle down. Like, right. I see now's that. The time. I still, yeah, now is absolutely the time. I see like the rise and fall of ECW, Deer Hunter. I got Godfather 2 the other day, which there I hear go. is really good. And you um, said you have something in the Reservoir Dogs. I have a CD coming in the mail today, um, okay. which yesterday I was kind of scared because I like I my um, tracking told me my CD was going to be delivered to my place, and mm-hmm. I opened the box and like the tracking didn't say it got delivered, but yeah. like it said it was still in transit. But like I opened the box and I got a letter from the apartment one below me. Ooh. So like. I'm 26, they're 25, uh-huh. and, like, th- those are not obviously not the real numbers, but I was 26, they're 25, and I got 25's letter. Mm-hmm. And I went to, like, knock on their door, and they weren't there. Yeah. So I, like, wrote on a, like, um, like just a disposable piece of, like, paper towel. Like, yeah. I left your thing at the office, please come get it. And I left the thing in the office. Like I put it in the office mailbag. And uh, yeah, so I'm just hoping that my package, my CD gets some. Um, get up. The, yeah, like it's not the one that is getting delivered today, but hopefully it is because that means there wasn't, wouldn't be a mix up, but. Nice. Yeah. So it was, yeah. so the, the original mix up was that you got your, the floor below you's mail. Uh, yes, I mean, a letter from the floor, I think, the apartment next to me. Okay. So, I got their, um, I got their letter, mm-hmm. and they weren't home when I went to drop it off, and I was, like, kind of freaking out. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'll just leave a note and, like, put it in, like, the mailbox of the, uh, mm-hmm. of the main office, yeah. and that's good. That's but, pretty responsible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sorry, I'm Yes. Now you're good. Don't worry about it. Stretch. Stretch. Small complaint I have real fast is uh, if you have an employee who works two jobs, please don't schedule them to work both jobs in the same day. That doesn't (laughs) coordinate, but whenever I tell you I have availability, I have availability, man. They don't, they don't, they don't care. They're like, well, your other job should conform to us. Cause we're clearly the more important one. But you're not, man. I am. It's just, it's just inconsiderate is all. It upsets me. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, what can you do? Like, yeah, it's inconsiderate. It yeah, I have to go get someone to cover for me. Like, while, like, I got a phone call while on air. I know. Which wasn't very nice. Anyways. It's, like, weird that they expect you to be, like, physically in two places at the same time. Yeah. And it's, like, what, that's that's not possible yet, dude. Yeah. And, like, I understand dude, that they're like dealing with years. everyone's individualized schedule. Mm-hmm. So, I I see the difficulty there. But when I cleared things up in advance, you still don't get to call me and tell me, like, hey, I was like, I had told you this. I, like, I've given you multiple warnings on this one. Yeah. I'm only upset because they called me on air. Like, that's it. Oh, yeah. No, that, that would make me upset, too. Like, anytime I get, like, a call, I just, like, I hang up and, like, I call back. Um and it's like it's one of those things where like yeah I should probably keep my phone on like vibrate when I get in there. Right. And normally I do, but on the off chance that I don't, and that gets picked up, it's just just waited like a minute. Yeah. We would have been we would we would have been good. We would have I mean, been good. I've got the schedule here. Like no break on the uh, the sheet is more than two minutes, so it's really just like the most unfortunate window to be caught in when something like that happens. Absolutely. Just on air things. Yeah. Jake. Oh, absolutely. Just on air things. It's, it's, it's great, man. Hey, one thing it's I have figured out call the when you do a uh, morning edition. So like tomorrow morning, if you can, do you know how to use yeah. the slider light? Sorry, podcast listeners. We're moving into uh, just like communicating as friends. Now. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know how to use it. I don't. I just don't. I normally just don't. Oh, dude, what's up? I recommend it from like morning edition because the studio gets to be dark. The sun is still coming up. You know what I mean? And like all you all have right, is just, like okay. front light like, just on the console. It, the atmosphere makes it feel like a morning show okay yeah so much better oh dude i've always i've always liked the atmosphere of the slide light but i never really use it because i was always just like oh here's here's a switch it's like right here in front of me the slider light's like has the slider and it's like the little touch thing and it's like alien compared to the thing i'm used to which is three 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 things over man just a one two flipper one two no but it looks alien it looks like sure does yeah no it looks alien it's like man that thing's gonna like turn off the radio station if i mess with it better not uh speaking of aliens last night we had a conversation with uh whether or not aliens were were real in the kitchen um yeah any thoughts they are what they are um i don't think they care to visit us so i think most of the ufos are like hoaxes but if you don't think there's other life out there like bruh you know like you're are you using the the sort of argument of like the possibility of us being the only ones yeah the fermi paradox Mm -hmm. yeah the fermi paradox you know like walk us through that in in case we don't know in case I don't uh, the know, the Fermi paradox, the the Fermi paradox is just the idea of like, like it's impossible to like know that there's like other like, it's like the world, like the universe is so big mm-hmm. that like 
we should be expecting life from other planets, but why haven't we like made contact with them yet? You know, it's, it's, it's odd, but yeah, no, I do think there's life. I don't think there's a whole lot of intelligent life though. You uh, know? I like I think that, I think the intelligent like, life mushroom planets. Yeah. It's like a lot of microorganisms and whatnot mainly. Um, that I think makes that a lot of sense of because those can't survive inside of a sun. But yeah, they, they can't survive. survive inside. Yeah, and it's also a matter of like, we're just really like, it's crazy how much of a crapshoot the whole like, us evolving out of nowhere is. You know, right? Like, us evolving to the point to where we can literally like melt silicone into like a microchip i know that's probably not the process but like yeah, the fact that we have like you get a really <laughs> a really hot candle uh and you get you get some glass and you just kind of you know you yeah like get it in your hands and you just yeah and then you no, plug but, um, that you, you plug that bad boy into a computer um that grows off you of like tree, of course. When you, you get like 30 extra gigabytes to store documents and yes. all that good stuff. But yeah, no. Um, I think that like intelligent life is just incredibly rare. Like there's yeah. no doubt that aliens exist, but um, I don't know. I don't know why. Like I don't know why aliens are – I don't know. That's mm-hmm. weird. Like, I don't know why there was. I don't know. I don't know what I'm. Oh, I was trying to say. I'm just kind of rambling at this point. All right. You know, because I'm I'm really tired. Well, I'm not okay. really tired. I'm I'm awake now. But like, well, little peek behind the curtain, everybody. Right before this episode, Jake uh, was asleep. Actually. Yeah. He forgot <laughs> that we were recording. Today. I can. Yeah, I completely forgot. I completely slipped my mind. Shame. On you. Shame yeah, on shame on me, man. On. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, no, I was like, I stayed up really late last night and like, like up till three and it got to a point where I was really tired. I was like, ah, it's, it's fine. I'll, I'll stay up late. I don't have any, like, I, I don't work tomorrow. And then like, I was getting my notifications on my phone. I was like, oh, what do these, what, what, what these guys want? I was like, oh yeah, what's responsibilities. This, what's this joker need? Oh no, the thing I said I was cool for. Yeah, yeah, man. Nah, but it's I'm all right. here. Quite honestly, I'm we were here. only about like eight minutes late. Which is fine when we're recording something. I just yeah, we're, have, I just have to get out of the studio at a certain amount of time. Is all that was yeah. my worry. No, yeah, yeah, you're good. Um, fortunately, like I'm pretty smart, so whenever like that I remember something, you're pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, so like I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, like like while I was still asleep, like while I was still like not even like half awake. We're talking one third. I was like, oh, oh wait, what time is it? what time is it yeah and i opened my eyes up it's like 10 4 oh man i'm late uh-oh just to record this at 10 yeah nah but it's good we're good and i'm it's here fine. yeah yeah we still yeah. we still got ourselves a nice we still i got ourselves a good lengthy episode out of this one do you have anything else that you'd like <laughs> to talk about jake anything specific anything special Oh man, what would Jake like to talk about? Nothing really, honestly. Just all right. Just vibing, dude. Um, Having a good day. That is good. Uh, I hope you have a nice, relaxing rest of your day. And I'm gonna move into the final script, if you don't mind. 
Sounds good to me, man. All right, everybody. This has been your episode of Cruising the Planet, where you can find something to do in and around Stephenville every week. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to recommend us to your friends. If you want to find more things made by us, follow the links in the description or announcement from this week, go to our new website at kxtr.com. It was created by yours truly, and you can make fun of it all you want as long as you interact with our social media page. If you have any questions or suggestions, ask them in the comments or on Twitter using the hashtag CruisingQuestion, and we might just read your question on the show. It hasn't happened yet, so you have a chance of being the first. Be the first. Be the change that you want to see. Be the change that you want to see. Interactions on Twitter. All right, Jake, thank you very much for waking up early and uh, coming in. Okay. Uh, Bye. Bye, Snail Jake. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Y'all have a good day.